Glory to my guru, Sri Krishna Guruji. In the previous episode, we completed chapter 13. In that, Lord Sri Krishna has taught us about Purusha and Prakriti, that is the spirit and matter. And we learned about the field of matter and the knower of the field. So we continue today with the Bhagavad Gita. We're beginning a new chapter, chapter 14, the yoga of division of three gunas. As we begin this chapter, once again, you are reminded that what is being shared here are the teachings of spiritual master Sri Krishna Guruji, that's Guru Krishna knows, as understood by this devotee and disciple. Before hitting the record button, a prayer is given in faith that each episode is as it should be. Thank you for taking the time to hear about his profound teachings. This is the Bhagavad Gita, chapter 14, verses 1 and 2. Sri Bhagavan said, I shall expound once more the supreme knowledge, the best of all knowledge, acquiring which all sages have attained highest perfection, being liberated from this mundane existence. Those who, by practicing this knowledge, have entered into my being are not born again at the cosmic dawn, nor feel disturbed even during the cosmic dissolution, pralaya. This ends verse 2. Once again, the Lord is sharing with us the most supreme knowledge. By acquiring this knowledge, the highest perfection is attained. So what is this highest perfection? You will hear in this chapter of the three gunas, the highest of which is sattva. But what the sages attain is beyond the three gunas. And who are the sages? The sages are the eternal beings. You are that too. So how many people do you know who are even interested in spiritual? And of those, how many actually practice it? Many people today who are termed as spiritual people are caught up in earthly energies and control over their physical body not knowing that the truth lies beyond this existence. Even those worldly people who have heard the supreme knowledge don't apply it. Just hearing the knowledge is not attaining the knowledge. The sattvic beings, well, they're doing good things in the world and they're studying the sacred texts, no doubt. But Sri Krishna Guruji has said that what happens to these sattvic beings while doing these good deeds and acquiring knowledge through studying, the ego grows. And when the ego grows, arrogance grows. And these beings then descend from sattvic to rajas and tamas. The further the descent, the more covered the being becomes. Only those sages who contemplate and practice the supreme knowledge are liberated from the mundane existence. They enter the abode that is Sri Krishna and are not born again and are never disturbed by the cosmic dissolution. You may recall in chapter 8, Lord Sri Krishna told us he is the supreme divine person and he is the supreme abode. So we continue with verses 3 and 4. My primordial nature, known as the great Brahma, is the womb of all creatures. In that womb, I place the seed of all life. The creation of all beings follows from that union of matter and spirit. 
of all embodied beings that appear in all the species of various kinds, Arjuna, Prakriti, or nature, is the conceiving mother, while I am the seed-giving father. This ends verse 4. Lord Shri Krishna has told us that his primordial nature is the first unmanifest Brahma, not the deity Brahma. He's speaking here of the primordial womb from which all come forth. After the dissolution, the seed is there again. The Lord has placed that seed of all life in that womb. That womb and the seed are the union of matter and spirit is the Lord himself. In Satsang, Sri Krishna Guruji has pointed out that the seed of your life is pre-programmed. The seed has all the plans within it. Think about it. You don't plant an apple seed and then grow a chicken. The seed is already encoded. From his primordial nature, from this womb, comes many forms. All the bodies, the sentient and insentient, all matter happening throughout creation is permeated by spirit, but it is the spirit within all, that one eternal soul, which is unchanging. It was in chapter 2 that Lord Sri Krishna had explained to Arjuna that the imperishable soul cannot be cut, burnt, made wet, or dried. The Lord said, the soul is eternal, all-pervading, immovable, constant, and everlasting. You are that eternal spirit but you have become attached to the body. Life after life, you have taken up some physical existence, but you have been constant and unchanging. Being this human being, you have accepted your name, family, place, and such. It has become ingrained for you, but you're the eternal spirit. You have to practice the knowledge until your conviction is absolute. And when I say you, I mean myself too. You are not the body, you are the Atma. This is the supreme knowledge. Known by the sages, they are not born again. Some people hear this knowledge, but are so frightened to let go of their worldly identity. But this is just one lifetime, and this lifetime is perhaps the best of all lifetimes. This is your chance, your opportunity to return to the knowledge of your eternal spirit. Failing to recognize this, you set up yourself for a continued existence in the cycle of births and deaths. You'll be suffering the pairs of opposites. It may seem fine to you because perhaps this lifetime has been pretty nice. There is some suffering, but you just forget about it quickly. Or you may have become so self-centered as the body that you're actually enjoying even the suffering. It's way too easy for us to descend from sattva to rajas and tamas. When we descend, we're born to lesser and lesser wombs, perhaps becoming just some like bacteria somewhere or a mountain unchanged for millions of years. In this lifetime, it can be frightening to surrender what you think is you. But this is our chance. This is our opportunity. Sri Krishna Guruji and Lord Sri Krishna has taught that a human birth is rare. We should not squander it on the pleasures and pains of this world when we have the opportunity to return to the supreme abode. This is a lot to absorb, so we'll stop here today. 
We have completed through verse 4 of chapter 14. Next episode will continue chapter 14 at verse 5. Thank you for listening. God bless and lots of love.